and welcome to the Creative Christians Chat Show. I'm Brendan Conboy, the dog in the pod. This show is bursting with creative stories, ideas and inspiration with a Christian perspective. So let's get on with the show. Well, here we are again uh, for episode two. And uh, this is the start of a, a new series called Creative in Brokenness. And... Uh, that could be you. You could be creative and you, well, we've all got some form of brokenness. And like I said before, I think we've all got some form of creativity in us as well. In the previous episode, I mentioned about my kidney disease and how it forced me to give up my role of leading the charity that I'd helped to set up. It was as if suddenly my life had no purpose and I was left wondering what next and you know and, and i just wondered what god was was uh, where he was leading me how many times have you ever found yourself in that place how many of you have ever felt as if god had discarded you deserted you you may have suffered physical or or mental illness you may have convinced yourself that life is over and that you are you're now basically in in heaven's waiting room if that's you you need to know that that is a lie and that god still has a purpose for you and wants to use you if you can make yourself available to him here we are at the start of this series and uh, it's called creative in brokenness and i feel that this is such an important subject that regardless of the adversity and brokenness that you might be facing right now god will still use you if you don't believe me then just take a look at the apostle paul he talked about the thorn in his flesh but god still used him look at johnny erickson tada who broke her back at the age of 17 and struggled in so many ways god has used her such a, in such massive ways there's so many overcomers out there including me but before I tell you what happened in my life let me just tell you this I believe that God's kingdom is like a toolbox and we're all his tools some of us may be tools that are used more often than others and regardless of your inabilities he will still use you, regardless of your age, your gender, your background in education, regardless of all that you think might hold you back. He will never, ever throw a broken tool out of his toolbox. We're all broken tools and we're all as Christians in God's kingdom toolbox. So in answer to my question of what next? When I left the door, God immediately opened up an opportunity for me to work for a year in the youth centre that I went to when I was a kid. The place was in great need of being in great need and was being considered for closure. So I went along as a consultant youth worker and I turned it around. It wasn't a Christian project, but I believe 
that it was where God led me. I used my God-given creativity to change the, the different clubs. And in doing so, it reinvigorated me. It reinvigorated the, the, the project that I went to and reinvigorated me. Previously, things had been said to me from certain people that, I, that made me feel like I was washed up. And you may have had people say things to you that make you feel the same. The things that said to me made me feel like I wasn't a good youth worker anymore. And part of me believed it, but I went to this, this project that God provided for me. And uh, the negativity that people had spoken over me was washed away. God opened my eyes and showed me that I still had a use. In that first year after leaving the door, that first year of change, I also uh, I used creativity to help many other charities and saved another from closure. And through all this, God was showing me that I was still valued. Incidentally, that's, uh, that's the name I'm Still Valued is the, the title for one of the books that I will publish later this year. It, was, it's, it will be my continuing biography and it should be my 10th book. And at present, I've published eight books. I like to say published rather than written as even though my name is on the cover of each book, I regard, regard them as written by God through me. But they, they might never have been written at all because of one flippant throwaway remark that somebody said to me once. Have you ever had someone tell you that you can't do something? Well, let me just tell you this story. My mum died. When my mum died, uh, we found the start of a book that, uh, that she began to write. Uh, it was uh, like a chapter of her life story and I, I found it so inspirational and uh, I thought it made me think about my own life and my, my own story and, and how that could, my story could inspire others. But the busyness of running a, a busy charity kind of held me back from writing my own story. Then after two years... I happened to mention to a, to a friend that I was thinking of writing a book, my life story. And uh, they responded with, you could never be an author. An author writes 3,600 words an hour and you could never do that. Those words kind of stick in my head pretty well. And I later found out that um, what, he, what, what he was actually quoting was the speed of a copy typist. So it was a little bit of truth there um, but it was wrapped up in a lie saying I could never be an author and uh, like I said I've published eight books so but I regarded this person in high esteem someone with knowledge and intellect so I believed them and the comment was like a curse and it, it held me back it took me another two years before I did actually publish my first book, The Golden Thread. And that's my, well, that's a biographical story. Um, but I struggled, even though I published that book, I struggled then, still struggled, to call myself an author. 
and uh, and the thought of you can never be an author was still in my head and and so I, I stopped writing I didn't write any more books for quite a while uh, despite recognizing that God had given me these creative writing skills uh, first through rap songs and then writing stories for grant applications and now publishing my first book still couldn't call myself an author it was kind of holding me back it would be another three years before I wrote again uh, and all the time my health deteriorating and believing that God had finished with me then in 2018 my kidneys had failed so badly that I'd, I'd been on dialysis for two years and uh, we went to a, a Christian summer camp festival it was called Super uh, Naturally Supernatural uh, it was organized by Soul Survivor some of you may have heard of them uh, and this was our third year of attending this it was a great event and halfway through the week during the the worship time it was all loud and throng of thousands of thousands of people i became angry with god and i was sat and everybody else was jumping around and celebrating and i just sat there and i cried out to god and i shouted out in all the noise of all these people i said oh god what am i supposed to be doing with my life have you given up on me do you no longer have a use for me and I ended it by saying, why have you abandoned me? Very familiar words, those, why have you abandoned me? Then in the midst of the noise and all that hubbub, I heard God, I heard him. And it wasn't a, an audible voice, it was like a, a brain download. It was a speaking into your heart type of way that God speaks to you. And uh, some may say that it was a thought, but it was it was a lot more than a thought, and it originated from a that supernatural source that is the Holy Spirit. It was so powerful, and the words that came into my into my heart that God spoke into me. He said, "You still have skills and tools that I've given you, and I want you to use them. I haven't finished with you yet." Well. Along with the, 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 I felt the, the warming presence of the Holy Spirit coursing through me. And I instantly knew that God had heard my cry and he had responded. But I still didn't know what it meant. Skills and tools. What did he mean by that? Does that mean he wants me to continue in youth work? He'd equipped me for that role, but now it just, it just didn't seem right. And uh, I eventually realised that the first skill that he gave me when I first of all invited Jesus into my life was writing in rhyme. And I realised that he was telling me to write. And uh, I immediately, immediately left there and I wrote a novel and another book. But still I struggled to call myself an author until I wrote my, my uh, sci-fi novel, Mimics. And uh, since then, since I've written Mimics, I've, uh, I've had a kidney transplant, which was uh, obviously a life-changing operation. I've published four more books, and, uh, and at one stage I was even writing four books at the same time. And, you know, you know if, if you've written at all, then you, you, you know that I, I could 
only do that. You can only really write four books at the same time with the power of the Holy Spirit in you. And I believe that that was the Holy Spirit giving me that. And one of those books was the, the Book of Psalms in rhyme. And that was amazing just to write that book in itself. But I'll, I'll tell you about that at some other time. I just feel that God is constantly using me, pouring poetry into me. Some of some of these poems have been made into spoken word videos, and but all of them have had a life changing message. That is what I what my creativity is about to create messages that are, or hopefully are, life changing. I'd love to hear uh, what your creativity does. To other people. Now, I tell people, as I tell you now, that it's because of my brokenness that I write. It's because that I had to slow down that I started to listen even more to God. I've I've stepped out of the comfort zone of believing that God has finished with me. If you think that God has finished with you then you're just in a comfort zone and it's time for you to time for all of us to step out of that boat in the storms of disability or life-limiting illness or whatever you're facing at the moment and we need to get out and we need to walk on that metaphoric water we all do we all need to now uh, as we come to the end of this show I just want to share a poem with you that fits what I'm saying. As I share it with you, I want you to think about this passage, a little bit in the Bible. Philippians uh, chapter 4 verse 13 says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength or Christ who gives who strengthens me. So this is called, um, think about that line as I, as I read this poem out to you. The poem is called You Can Never Be. You can never be. Stop your fantasy. Your comment can stop my dream. Your curse meant to kill esteem. You crush my dream dead, killed by what you said. I can never write a book from me, the hope that you took. Can't be an author. Are you a sorcerer? Can never be an artist. Forever, no more resist. No encouragement. My desire now spent. Shattered enthusiasm. Battered, thrown in a chasm. You say, I can't do. I believe it's true. Then I hear another voice. No more fear. Time to rejoice. This voice gives me hope. My choice lifts your gloat. I now cast your words aside, for at last I am a scribe, free at last to write, broken curse delight. I delight in your freedom, into light for your kingdom. Darkness now is broken, free now you've spoken. Don't accept the negative, just reject insensitive. You are an artist. Look beyond the mist. No more lies, no arrogant. Search inside and find your talent. Remember, you are a tool, a tool to, for God to use. 
You may be broken, but God has a purpose for you. In the next episode, we will hear from someone else that has overcome adversity with creativity. Until then, well, you may want to get in touch. You may be one of those people. If you are, get in touch. Until then, God bless you in your creativity. Thank you for listening to the Creative Christians Chat Show. It's been great having you here with me today. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. I'm Brendan Conboy and you can find me at brendanconboy.co.uk where you can buy me a cup of coffee if you like to support me and my creative work. Follow me also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. For now though, God bless and goodbye.